You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. You were so into it. You told me secrets that you never told us. Oh, you were so nervous and yet oh so comfortable as we explored Mm -hmm. your image of love. I drink your wine as you taste mine. I kiss Mm -hmm. your lips. You felt my body slip into your soul. Oh, oh, oh. I almost cried because it was so beautiful. Jesus. (laughs) Woo. (coughs) You you had meant that. I did. I meant it. You really did. From my toes. My gracious. From my foil-covered toes. Which we will get to in a moment. Yes, we will. Welcome back, niggas, to another episode of Getting Grown. Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise him. I mean, he's still worthy, despite the fact that we are living in the end times. Yes, Um, we are. And I hope that you guys are doing well as we navigate the worst hood we've ever endeavored to live in, adulthood. Um, And we are, you know, back again to talk about that that, uh, and the uh, adulting, the hood that is adulting, the scam that is adulting big um, scams the good the bad the ugly the tests the trials the twists the turns the temptations and the taxes of being a real live adult in the year of our lord 2020 sometimes i wonder if it's the year of our lord now i'm just <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I mean i say that because he's I still i mean i'll speak for myself i believe that he's still on the throne no 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 Whew. you're absolutely right i just get i'm just like this is this is probably the ghettoest year i've ever seen in my life I don't know. It's definitely unprecedented in the way of <laughs> of of all the things that we are navigating. But I'm glad to see your face. We're glad we're glad to be alive yes. and well and have all of our immune systems functioning, our T cells in place. Woo! Glory to God. Every time I blow um, my nose, I'm grateful. Every time I wake up, I take a deep breath. <laughs> Is that terrible? But I'll be like, no, I take <gasps> a deep breath and then I sniff Hallelujah. my weed to make sure that I can still have smell it. Smell. That's it. And then I, I'm like, OK, we're good today. You know, God is still keeping me safe and healthy, so I have to give him the praise. This is true. And just, you know, thank him for even 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 everything else, even though it feels raggedy. Riggedy raggedy around here. <laughs> okay. Uh How but you yes. Doing? I'm hanging in. You know, I'm doing okay. Making it do what it do. Oh, a word. A mm-hmm. word. 
Yes, that vibrato was so intense just there. Oh, that thank you. I've been practicing oh, with Noah. She's my new vocal ahead. coach. Noah is a vocalist. <laughs> she is. Um, a performer, even an a performer, an entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but things are going well there in the Brooklyn. They are. They're here. You know, the niggas are on dirt bikes, but it's fine. You know, we can't we can't crack seventy degrees before the niggas lose. Their we mind. can't. We can't. It's at a at a smooth sixty six is when they really start to get bucked. So troubling. I'm troubling. just grateful that I'm inside my home, like you said, and to have health and to have shelter and all of the things we need. And I just try to remain grateful every single day for those things. That's it. And we got a long way to go this episode because graduation announcements are back. They sure um, are. And we have a, a kitchen table talk for you all that you're really going to want to it's hear. Be so good. Maybe we should put some timestamps on the graduations just for those people who oh, are, yes. you know, big haters. You know <laughs> and we understand. So we will accommodate you. Yes. Um, but yeah, in, in lieu of that, and since, you know, our, uh, we have a special guest for our kitchen table talk, we're going to we're going to hold off on the honesty box this week. But we'll circle back and, and make sure that we pick that up. We just don't want to, uh, you know. Yeah, you know, we don't we want to hit y'all over the head with a three hour episode. So we just going, um, you know, forego the honesty box and maybe black women self care. But you'll get the kitchen table talking our petty peas before we get up out of here. Absolutely. Sound good. All right. Let's skate through the trash right quick. And uh, then we'll get down to the business. Let's skate like the nigga in his drawers. <laughs> <laughs> quickly take out the trash you know it's probably more of like a store bag that we're going to throw in the receptacle because we really want to make sure that you all get your uh you all get your good graduation announcements and everybody gets their praise and their due um especially with there being no you know no ceremonies this year so for first and foremost i just want to do a hearty rest in peace to tony allen um if you don't know who tony allen is tony allen is he is the father of afrobeat um, he was the really? drummer in the Fela Kuti's band, mm-hmm. and he passed from abdominal aortic uh, an a- abdominal aortic aneurysm. So, Jeez. I wanted to I just make sure you know to put that love out there. Fela Kuti, I, I remember going to see um, going to see the show, and Patty performed, and you know they do the Fela Kuti. Uh, oh, I saw out. that too. Yeah. Oh, wasn't it so good? So so good. Oh my like, God. Patty Labelle belongs on Broadway. When she, she showed she up to be. in that shadow in the first, where she was up Ooh. there just singing. Oh, it was everything. It was you everything. know, and everywhere I go, I be at church. So I was at, in Broadway in the theater, like yeah, you were, and your like, ancestors were right next to you. Yes, Patty. <laughs> not get out. <laughs> and everyone was like, "Get out, Miss. This is not dumb? that. This is not that kind of carrying on." Yes, it like, is. Oh, you you gonna be real mad because let me tell you what. I paid for this ticket. <laughs> and this is a Broadway show about Fela Kuti. Like, what y'all want me to do? I'm going Hello. to be loud and, and celebrate my auntie up there. So I, will. I just wanted to give that love to Tony Allen and his um, his loved ones and make sure that we shout it out because he is such a key piece to the culture. Um, Did you happen to see that, that uh, post where DJ Khaled was on live? No. Okay, so DJ Khaled was on live and I guess, I don't know if he was just letting people in the live and talking to different ones because this is the times that we're living in. And um, he, so a, 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 a young woman, and I use that very loosely, got on his live and proceeded to like show her ass and twerk. So he oh. was very much like, miss, 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 like 
that's not this kind of party right now. It's not this kind of party. And she was like, what you what you mean? And proceeded to continue to show her ass and then try uh-huh. to show her titties and then show it again. And it was just like, sis, do you have no shame whatsoever about yourself? The man is now very now I'm not going to I'm not going to put it past DJ Khaled. He could have clicked that big red button. He could have ended it. Okay. He could have gotten her right on off of there. So there was a piece of me that was very skeptical, but (laughs) I was miss. Do you have no shame? We just, can we just have some, some, some cooth about ourselves? Can we just, I just thought and his wife. So then he shows a clip of his wife and she is boxing, honey. She is, she's in there practicing with her trainer and she's getting it in and she's showing these hoes that she does not play any games. I don't know how much I can agree with a woman who marries somebody who refuses to give them head, but that is another conversation. (laughs) Y'all might not want to have that talk with me. Um, Erica and Jill. Problematic aunties. My God. It's like the problematic convention. (laughs) It's like problematic palooza. Woo. Oh, but you know, Erica, I just, I just have a hard time. I have a hard time. The verses battle but the versus battle if we can just listen to the music i mean hopefully they'll just play the music and not say things and i don't know, know the, how the much people will have a good time i plan on having a good time there i i'm yeah, gonna be yeah, yeah. firmly sitting in the building because who's gonna miss a concert like that who's gonna miss that I mean, kind of on. we just I, you know that's this is not about the personal beliefs this is may the ninth strictly will, will be in place we may sure will will be in place day before mother's day we will be mm-hmm. right in the building i think that is a wonderful gift in this quarantine that's it um lastly we're only going to do one more quick story so i was reading a story that i actually had no clue about uh katie Corrick apparently got uh, <laughs> this is so appropriate giving our kitchen table right? talk <laughs> That's why I had to make sure I put it in there. Sweet holy God. So Katie Couric spoke out recently and said that um, she did an interview with our our Uncle Denzel. Beloved uncle. Oh, beloved. Do you hear me? That's it. Where he made her feel uncomfortable. So, of course, I saw that caption and I said, well, what the hell is this about? So he did an interview with her years ago. And she said, and he, she asked him a question and referred to him as Hollywood folk. Mm-hmm. And Denzel proceeded to respond and say, I'm not Hollywood folk. I don't know who that is. I'm a human being and acting yeah. is my job. Not who I am. And she had the nerve to get offended about it and didn't understand his quote unquote <laughs> hostile response. Took it as a personal attack. Because and he corrected I would also, you. And I would also like to offer. Please. That this interview happened, what, 10 years ago? Yes, girl. Why are you talking about this now as if it's a Me Too situation? As if we don't have other more pressing matters to concern ourselves with, Katie, girl. But, you know, the thing is, the as we will get to, to stay relevant. you know what I'm saying? That the And also, like, to make it about them. And it's, it's also always interesting, because um, I know what it's like to be in a black body. We all mm-hmm. do, right? Mm-hmm. But this is this is something that happens to us all of the time, um, you know, especially in corporate America mm-hmm. or like in the workplace. I, I'm the kind of girl that shows up and I, I look you in your eyeballs when I'm talking to you yep. and I shake your hand and, you know, I, I you know, speak with a certain level of volume mm-hmm. <laughs> even. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, it also doesn't doesn't necessarily quote unquote help the situation that it in a in a good heel, I'm anywhere between six one and six two. You are. Um but, you know, 
give in this body that I'm in, anything can be perceived as an attack. And I fully acknowledge that. And I'm talking men and women. Yep. I've had men and women ask me uh, why I'm so aggressive or why I'm so passionate. Mm. I mean, you know, we, I'm, we're from New York. Mm -hmm. We talk with our hands. Mm -hmm. We talk very fast. Mm -hmm. And it, it doesn't even have necessarily have to be anything about like passion or emotion, but that's just how it's just that's, the ways. that's our culture. Mm hmm. But it's but I have definitely this this resonates with me because like Denzel, I have been asked a question and simply offered a response. That's it. <laughs> and 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 have been accused of personally attacking, uh, you know, whoever it, it was that I was in conversation with. But this is this is just this was a different level. The fact, level. That, the fact that it was so old, it didn't so old. You were not and who asked her like she brought this up. Like out of nowhere. Because she Someone literally said, has nothing to do right now. Well, let me just tell this story about this black man who made yeah. who scared me. He made me feel uncomfortable. Somebody said, good morning, Katie. She said, Denzel made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> what? Well, Girl, what are you talking about? Way back in 2010, let me tell you a story. Girl, nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that. So I thought I thought to bring that up, I, as, I, as she thought to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. I thought that would be a good trash segment or a good trash topic, should I say? Um, yes, yes. We want a you good, all to make good. sure that you sit through these graduation announcements and get to our kitchen <laughs> table talk, so you can understand right. a little right. further why Katie felt the need to. Yeah, we're talking about whiteness, yes, and how whiteness is 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 wielded in the in the body of white women, mm. uh, white women, white womening. Mm. White womening is is a is a verb. It is, <laughs> um, and we're gonna talk about that. Um, we have a special guest, so like Jay said, stick around or jump ahead. Either way, whatever your pleasure. Um, but we're gonna have that conversation around the kitchen table in just a moment or five. And um, <laughs> yeah, so let's get on into these graduation announcements, shall we? Oh yes. It's the most wonderful time of the getting grown year. Our graduation announcements are, are here and in full effect. And it's even more special this year, like we said earlier, because we know a lot of you are not getting uh, commencements and ceremonies um, and hoodings. I don't know. How to, if that's We're not hooding ceremonies. Hooding ceremonies. Or being delayed, pushed back to the end of the year. But either way. Corona done took took over the graduation. Did so, but we will not allow that to happen to this show. So we want to make sure that we get into our favorite, and we're going to go ahead and start. Show you right. Hey, aunties! I've been waiting to send this email because getting this grad announcement on the very podcast that got me through all of my nighters has been my goal. My name is E. I'm 23 and from Texas, and I'm proud to have graduated with three degrees in four and a half years. Shit. That this is not a bluff because I promise I can't make this struggle of a journey up. Due to taking college classes in high school and summer classes, I graduated cum laude in December with over 160 credits in the dual degree and accelerated master's programs and collected my, all right, y'all ready for it? Bachelor of Science in Mathematical Statistics, Bachelor in Business in Quantitative Finance, Master of Arts in Mathematical Finance. Go I am off. now working as a corporate data analyst and trying to navigate this scam called adulting. And I want to thank y'all for everything you do and all the ways you motivate and inspire. Sending love and good health, E. And she also obviously included some beautiful pictures. Our, our sis E is a Delta, so she made sure to show us her, her poses. And Aww. and we're all the way here for it. You look adorable, and this outfit is hidden. This is I so mean, cute, isn't this cute? Dressed up. So congratulations, um, sis. 
Yeah, man, we're super, super, super proud of you. I'm reading an announcement from Devin. Devin says, happy Wednesday and praise the Lord. Niggas, I absolutely love you guys. So glad I stumbled across your show two years ago. I listen faithfully every week. Thank you, sis. Devin would like to shout out. She said, I'd like to shout out my daughter, my boop, as I call her, so black, Alana Nicole Leonard, on her graduation from high school. Hmm. After learning that school was canceled by for the remainder of the year due to the Rona, we were all bummed because we knew it meant that graduation would possibly be canceled as well. Although she has two siblings, she's my only baby, and I'm so very proud of the example she's leading by and the young lady she's growing into. And also a low-key, high-key excited about being an empty nester. Hallelujah. <laughs> Alana loves to dance and is part of the National Honors Dance and Technical Societies at her school. She was really looking forward to dressing up uh, her gown with her cords. I was too. She was part of the Student Council, the Black Student Alliance, worked part-time, a Thurgood Marshall HBCU Scholars Program participant at Fayetteville State, a Delta Gems participant for three years, Western Wake chapter of Delta Sigma Theta, and a participant in the 2020 Miss Jabberwock Scholarship pageant. She will be attending Fayetteville State University in the fall and is planning to major in business management. Uh, Devin says, congrats, my baby. Dad, Mrs. Tasha, and I love you so very much, and I wish you nothing but a successful future. Um, Devin says, thank you guys for your yearly shout-outs, and as I'm typing this, I'm getting emotional. Mm -hmm. Don't cry, girl. Please Thinking don't. Thinking about how helping her navigate through the next chapter of, of her life. Oh, Lord, you're going to make it. Alana's going to be all right. She's brilliant and she's headed into a bright future. And we are proud of you, Alana. Yes, Congratulations to you. I'm so sorry that you're going to miss your commencement ceremony, but I do hope that you do uh, get a chance to wear your robe and rock your cords because you've earned them. You sis. sure have. And Devin, enjoy that she shed. Okay. Okay. Next. <laughs> hey, Jade and Kia. First off, thank you for continuing to record during the Rona. Your episodes bring me some joy into my week. And for that, I'm grateful. If I may, I'd like to shout myself out. Of course you can. My name is Tara and I live in Montreal, Canada. I recently received my Master of Arts degree in criminology with a specialization in women's studies from the University of Ottawa. Yes, Ooh. getting this degree was an uphill battle. Being a black woman who decided to write her thesis on male rape while studying in the Institute of Feminist and Gender Studies opened up the window for some obstacles, but I persevered. Not only did I have to deal with implications that my work was both racist and anti-feminist, as well as the administration making a costly mistake on my registration, I was mm. also supporting my parents back home. My dad is a 76-year-old Bayesian man who still works full-time and takes uh, care of my mom, who was in the advanced stage of dementia, our love. So in between classes, my placement, two jobs, and checking in with my dad, I was writing my thesis. Now that I have my degree and I have moved back home to support my dad and help care for my mom, I finally feel relieved, like it was all worth it. Just six months after my thesis was published on the university's research page, I have a very good job with a nonprofit organization working to bring digital literacy to marginalized communities across Canada. Thanks again for all you do, and congratulations to all the other graduates and the GG family. Take good care. That's Tara. Congratulations, Tara, and Absolutely. love to your parents. So much love to them. Absolutely. Thanks for writing in. We have another letter from another Tara. Tara says, greetings, Dr. Kia and Jade. I hope that all is well. Yes. I wanted to send in a shout out to my friend, Dr. Courtney Wilson, who is graduating May 2020 with her PhD from Old Dominion University. Um, thank you for celebrating graduates. Best Tara. Thank you, Tara. And congratulations, Dr. Courtney girl. You had did it. You sure did. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Dr. Kia and Dr. By Association Jade. Thank you for putting some respect on my name. (laughs) Please see my graduation announcement attached. I love you both so much. This is from Dominique and she included her graduation announcement. Oh, and she also included a letter to us. (laughs) This, This is Dominique Johnson. Um, on May 16, 2020, she's going to be receiving a doctorate of ju- jurisprudence from right. Drake University Law School. In addition, she'll be receiving certificates in legal public service and compliance and risk management. While I'm grateful for my education and know that this is where I'm supposed to spend the season of my life, I'd be lying if the, I'd say the past three years were an absolute haze. She talks about white privilege, peak mm-hmm. white privilege, passive aggressive human beings. <laughs> And the food is bad. All in all, I've shown myself that I can persevere through anything. I've learned to celebrate my wins, take my L's in stride. And even though this bar exam is looming over my head, I choose to celebrate every accomplishment along the way. So since graduating from law school is an accomplishment, I am yet celebrating. She wants to make it outside safely. We all do. But this is from Dominique. No wrinkled regalia. Dr. Kia, you will be proud to know that my line sisters do not play and will curse me out well if my gown and hood is not steamed when the time comes. So that is from our sis Dominique. Congratulations. We are so proud of you. So proud. So proud. The next graduation announcement comes from Kitara. She says, hi, guys. Uh, I love y'all, and I cannot believe that it is my time to be shouted out. I was not about to wait to see if anyone was going to shout me out because I have waited for this moment too long, honey. Okay. I know that's right. Uh, she's been listening since uh, since we started the podcast and been waiting for a while. Yeah. Um, Kitara will be graduating on May the 9th from Middle Tennessee State University with a Bachelor's of Science degree in Interior Design. She wants to make yes. it clear that while I have, she said, while I have everyone's ears, <laughs> Interior designers are not decorators. Okay. (laughs) We design homes, but we also design the hell out of commercial spaces such as hospitals, bars, hotels, offices, schools, and more. That's all from a TED Talk (laughs) snippet. I'm uh, beyond ecstatic to graduate as I went back to school after pursuing many other things, and I have finally found one of my huge passions. Thank you guys for doing this. Much love and respect. Congratulations to you, Kitara girl. And um, let me tell you something. I respect your expertise. Absolutely. Um, and you know, you 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 did that. She said, put some respect on my name and my and my profession. Right. I'm not mad. Hi, Jaden <laughs> Kia. I'm a day one listener and it's been so great to be along for the journey. Despite some trifling committee members, I defended my dissertation back in October. And after hey. three arduous months of revisions, I officially earned my doctorate in American studies in January. I will not have the opportunity to don the regalia and attend an official ceremony in May as initially planned, but I'm truly grateful to be done. Special thanks to Dr. Kia and Team Type and Fast for keeping me on task with my revisions. You do it, sis. Those Wednesday check-ins on Instagram did more for me than you know. Jay, congratulate your new ventures. I look forward to cooking and making cocktails with you. Thank you, girl, but this is not about me. Keep up great work, (laughs) y'all. I appreciate you so much. Be well. This is, uh, and she signed it, Dr. Say it again. Dr. Howard. There you go. That's it, daughter. I am mad. I'm very proud of you. Congratulations. Uh, The next email comes from Lakeisha. Lakeisha says, I have been waiting for three good years to be done with this master's of education. I have cried tears, woken up hours before my husband and kids to work by lamplight at a corner desk. So uh, my my profuse typing wouldn't wake anybody up. Then I would go teach for hours at the same high school I attended and graduated from as a mom of a one-month-old daughter. Oh, my goodness. I will say that's, that's the ceremony that meant 
the most to me at the time. But I want to say to myself, Lakeisha, girl, you did the damn thing. Your 20 year old kid is proud of you. The rest of your kids and your husband are proud of you. And the kids and families you go to work for needed you to have all of those experience you had as a student to come back and be the best teacher for them. Yes. Although Rona came and showed her ugly face, you still need to celebrate yourself. That's and it. we agree, Lakeisha. Congratulations on completing your Master's of Education. You did it despite all of the hard things that life handed you. And like you said, it has prepared you for such a time as this, beloved. So go forth and continue to be great. And I hope that you do take as many opportunities. This isn't just but one, but take as many opportunities you can to celebrate yourself. You deserve it. Can't keep Keish Keish on a leash, leash. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Hello, Jade and Dr. Kia. Praise the Lord, niggas. I've waited okay. so long to be able to have my own graduation announcement sent in. So excuse me if I go a little long. All right. It took 10 years for me to get my bachelor's degree. I started at TSU, Texas Southern University. Me too, girl. Straight out of high school because I wanted to be around more black people. But out-of-state tuition caught up with me and sent me back home to Sacramento. I went back to community college, changed my major about three times, and finally settled on communication studies. Mm -hmm. I transferred to Sacramento State in fall 2018. December 2019, she earned her bachelor's degree in communication studies. In the last two years, she went to school full-time and worked part two part-time jobs to make ends meet in this expensive-ass state. But she did it. Unfortunately, Ms. Rona done messed up commencement. So, wow, we have a huge petty pee for these graduation announcements. Um... She's messed up the commencement, so all I have is my picture and name in a video, but I already got my degree, and that's what really matters. I also want to give a shout-out to my baby sister, uh, Renee, uh, I'm sorry, Brene, for also earning her bachelor's degree in communication studies from California State University. Very nice. Thank you for both the opportunity to celebrate and love the show. Oh, Yes, congratulations, awesome. Brianna. Indeed. Khadija writes, hey, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. First, I would like to say, love you guys and your podcast. It's always a good time when I'm listening and find myself laughing out loud quite often. Hope you both are staying safe and sane. We're trying, girl. However, this email is a shout out to our sister. <clears throat> and she puts the shouting emoji, Tempest Ariel Watts. <laughs> Even though it's a crazy time we're living in, we want to give this girl all of the recognition she deserves, even though she wouldn't really want us sharing so much. Graduation may be canceled, but we are going to celebrate and cheer her on anyway. She is graduating from the University of Michigan Law School. Yes. Tempest has always been dedicated to her studies and it shows in uh, steps she ha in the steps she has taken to get where she is now. Upon acceptance to you, Mish, Tempest was awarded the Darrow Scholarship, a prestigious merit award presented to a small number of recipients chosen for their outstanding scholastic achievements and proven capacity for leadership. While in school, she participated in multiple associations, namely the Women's Law Student Association and the Black Law Student Association. She was able to mentor her first-year law students and had multiple internships, landing a position at one of the nation's leading leading nation's leading law firms hmm. and still had time to be an amazing sister and friend tempest doesn't like to talk about the many things she has accomplished but we her three sisters want her to know how truly proud we are we are of her we are your first tribe and here for you always congratulations sweetness and you are loved more than you know um uh, then she tells us to have a wonderful week. Uh, and that's signed Khadija again. But Tempest, Ariel Watts, congratulations on earning your law degree. Your sisters are proud of you, and so are Jade and Kia. Absolutely. Congratulations, Tempest. Hi, ladies. My name is Joya, and I'm a huge fan. I hope you're well and staying sane in these raggedy times. 
Woo! Girl. Girl, raggedy is the word. First and I foremost, mean. I wanted to say thank you for making time to continue sharing your gifts with us each week, especially while we're dealing with quarantine. Y'all are some real ones. I'm emailing to give a graduation shout out to myself. This April, I completed my Bachelor of Science in Media Communications from Full Sail University. This has truly been a labor of love, sweat, and many tears as I completed my degree online while juggling being a mom, working full-time as a college advisor, and planning a wedding. All the same, I made it and graduated with honors. Hashtag team typing fast. Won't he do it? That's it. (laughs) Kia, thank you for always holding space for us in higher ed because it can truly be the ghetto. Mm. I love. Let me tell y'all, every time y'all talk about her team typing fast, it just makes me all (laughs) glowy inside. Again, I want to thank you ladies for creating this show because you were often the voices of reason, encouragement, and timely advice that helped me keep on keeping on down that dusty trail to graduation. Be well and keep being your amazing, inspiring selves. Best Joya. So, um, Joya also says she gets to walk in her graduation ceremony once campus is reopened and she promises to ensure her regalia is what? Freshly pressed. Wrinkle free. That's it, daughter. (laughs) Okay. Congratulations, Um, Joya. We love to see it. And congratulations, Joya. The next email says, hey, ladies, my name is Zoe. In December, I graduated from San Francisco State University with my MBA. Hey. She's the first in her family to do that. She was. Uh, I was supposed to walk in the ceremony later this month, but as we all know, Miss Rona fucked that up. <laughs> anyway, I'd love to be a part of the graduation announcements and grow you are. Mm-hmm. So we are. Um, she said, thank you for all. Thank you. For all for doing what you do it brightens my work weeks and makes me laugh probably louder than my boss would like but <laughs> she gonna be all right um it says p.s i'm up for a new job that i really want so if y'all can say a prayer send me good vibes or whatever you prefer i would really appreciate it zoe we will be we absolutely sure will. doing those things for you um and we're believing that whatever is meant for you will be yours we're super proud of you for being a trailblazer right and setting the new standard in your family um for going after you know what what's for you with with all manner of virtue and vigor okay um, nba is no bs right so i just want to acknowledge that you've done amazing work and i know that you will continue to in whatever path or position life leads you to congratulations zoe for sure our next one says hey jade and kia finally my All induction right. into team typing fast is here this past december Welcome. i Reagan Tillery graduated summa cum laude from Mercer University with a BA in political science and Africana studies. Yes. Graduating early was something my father and I had talked about before he passed in January, 2019. Our condolences. 2019 was a long and hard year, but God kept me focused and allowed me to finish my degree in three years with departmental uh, honors in both my majors. In the fall, I'll be heading to Howard University, HU, you know, of law, and will be following my father's footsteps as a second generation attorney. Thanks for providing the space to celebrate our achievements. Yes, Reagan. Yes, Reagan. Yes, and I know I know your father is proud. I know I'm proud I know too. he is. And we yes. I ain't nobody, but listen, I am. We are. Indeed. I'm really excited to read this next graduation announcement because it is near and dear to my heart. Yes. I don't know if you guys remember, but two or three years ago there was a young lady by the name of Raven Coakley who defended her dissertation proposal in her yep. team typing fast t shirt. And uh she tweeted me in in the shirt and announced that she was an officially a PhD candidate. And that was uh that tweet kinda went viral, kinda went all over the place. People kind of reposting and congratulating her, you know, um, in the team typing fast community and beyond it. And Raven has defended 
get her dissertation. It is officially now Dr. Raven Coakley. And um, I'm going to read her announcement in a minute, but I just wanted to say that Raven is a testament of what Teen Typing Fast is. Um, And I'm just so proud of her. She's created her own um, lane and started other communities like Teen Typing Fast with the first gen docs, which Teen Typing Fast has partnered with. But, you know, she's just out here doing things. um, And I'm super proud of her. All All she does, who she is, all of that. Um, and you know, I just can't wait to see, you know, what God has in store for her, but I'm going to go ahead and read her announcement, but I just had to put in my own little personal shout out because I'm proud of her or whatever. Uh, she says, greeting chef Jade and Dr. Kia. I would like to shout out myself and my two cohort mates, Dr. Zyre Beatty and Dr. Brianne, Brianna parker for completing our phds in counselor education and supervision at the university of georgia our commencement was originally scheduled for may the 8th but it has been postponed until december we are hoping to be able to walk across the big stage and be properly hooded no wrinkle regalia during that time i am so proud of us and look forward to the uh, dynamic changes that we will continue to make in schools colleges and the community settings as counselor educators thanks for the opportunity to celebrate and share some joy that the rona can't take away sincerely dr raven raven coakley congratulations dr raven yes and dr Beatty and dr parker as well yes we don't want to leave leave them out either Absolute. Hi, Jade and Dr. Kia. I want to shout out my sister, Alexandra, for earning her Bachelor of Science degree in English with a minor in secondary educations from Middle Tennessee State University. I also want to shout out my best friend, Ashley, who will be receiving her master's with a specialization in management and leadership from Trevecca Nazarene University. I've watched them work hard towards completing their degrees and wanted to congratulate them on this great accomplishment. And that's from Chavez. And uh, so we want to congratulate um, Alexandra and Ashley for their degrees. Congratulations, ladies. Yes, we do. Congratulations. Uh, the next shout out says, praise the Lord, niggas. I would like to shout out four people. One being my friend, Micah. She is completing her bachelor's degree in mass communications with a concentration in public relations from the Southern University and A&M College. Two and three, um, two and three, my mentor's sons, Tyree and Marcel, who are both graduating high school this year. And lastly, myself, I graduated December 2019 with a B.A. in mass communications with a concentration in public relations, also from the Southern University. After leaving school for four years, I went back to complete my B.A. before I reached the age of 30 on uh, as of March 31st, I will go on to tackle my Master of Science in Digital Marketing at Full Sail University starting June 1st and will complete a uh, second fashion collection over the summer. Yes, your boy is a designer as well. Yes. The past year was a roller coaster with finding out my mom had breast cancer and my dad had prostate cancer mm-hmm. and even having to leave my well-paying job and comfortability to do this. But I couldn't do it without the support of my family, friends and mentors. And most of all, God, I love you both. May God continue to bless you. And he sent a picture in his gown and in and um some of uh the his fashion collection his first collection of his clothing line um i think it's racky taylor mm-hmm. but yes, yes. so A awesome G-G-B. Listen, Larry, we appreciate you. We thank you for celebrating yourself because you've worked through uh, some really difficult life circumstances to get what you got. So I hope that you continue to celebrate yourself and celebrate with your friends, Micah, and your mentor sons, Tyree and Marcel, um, because y'all had did that. Y'all did. Every last one. Rona or no Rona. Our, Our next one is so brief. She said, I came here to say what I needed to say and be out. Good this evening. This is my friend. Oh, this is your friend. Hey, girl. Yes. Hey, Jeanette. Good evening. <laughs> Submitting my graduation announcement, PhD in higher education from the University of Maryland. That's it. Yes. Go, Jeanette, go Turtles or what is it again? 
Terrapins. 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 Jeanette defended <laughs> last week, and I was able to see her virtual defense. It was an awesome experience. Congratulations, Dr. Jeanette Snyder, PhD. Absolutely. That's right. Um, the next one says, hey, y'all, my name is LaShonde. Um, and I wanted to start off by saying I love the show and it has helped me through these college years. I'm usually a person who does not celebrate my accomplishments, but I think this time I should. Yes, you should. On May 9th, I'm going to be the first person in my entire family to graduate from college. Recently, I got into grad school and also found a job in a different state. I completed college all while working 40 hours a week and going to my clinical rotation every single day. I will be graduating with a bachelor's in athletic training and I cannot wait to start my career. Thank you so much, ladies, for the encouragement and laughter through your show. I hope your careers continue to go up and up. Thank you, LaShawn Day, and congratulations to you. Okay. Oh, this one. Look at how everything turns out. This one is near <laughs> and dear to my heart, okay? Um, first and foremost, before I read it, I have to do a key real quick. Okay. This next announcement is my is my littlest of little, little, little sisters. Uh, mm-hmm. When I first met her, she was four years old. And she lives in New Orleans. This is my good boo, Kylan. And this comes from my other good boo, Shayna, uh, who also did my crochets. That time I went to New Orleans, I told you all about. And I'll make sure to also put her information description box. Plug, plug. <laughs> Shayna says, hey, ladies, sending love all the way from NOLA. I'd like to give a graduation shout out to my little cousin. Her name is Kylan Francois. And I'd like yes. her to know we are so proud of the beautiful young woman she is becoming. Thanks, ladies. Love and light to you both. Stay safe, queens. Kylan is my boo. Her dad is a second dad to me. Her family is a second family to me. That is my family in New Orleans. I love them uh, so much. And I can't believe Kylan is graduating from high school. That absolutely just sends me. I saw her when she was a lifeguard when we went down there last year. And I couldn't believe that. She had a job. She had nails on her hands. And I didn't know what to do with myself. But... I, this is very special to me. So shout out and congratulations to my boo, Kylan, and also to my boo, Shayna, for writing in. So good. Very good. Like Tabitha Brown. Very good. <laughs> Y'all know I love me some Tabitha. Very good. Very, very good. good. Okay. Um, the next, congratulations. Um, the next one says, hey, cousins, I'll keep it short. That's it, daughter. They since, it's a lot of, since it's a lot of niggas. That's it, girl. <laughs> Exactly. Read the room. <laughs> Read it. <laughs> Since it's a lot of niggas. Major shout out goes to my oldest niece, Nabe, for graduating elementary school, headed yes. to the big old awkward world of middle school, the ghetto. Exactly. Ooh, it is. Secondly, <laughs> shout out to the oldest of all of y'all, uh, my nephew, Jalen, for graduating middle school and heading into high school. Y'all are growing up before my very eyes, and I'm super proud to be your auntie. And that comes from Kanisha. Yes, Nisha, girl. yes girl and congratulations booze hi jade and kia my name is kayla and i'm typing from columbia south carolina i have to first let you know how much i stand and look forward to listening to you ladies each week secondly i want to thank you for offering this amazing platform for us to praise and acknowledge our family and friends for their amazing accomplishments it is our extreme joy to do so kia and i grin like two cheshire cats the whole time like dummy i really do It's really ridiculous. <laughs> my graduation shout out is going to my brother Nick's amazing girlfriend, Crystal LeBru. She will be receiving her master's degree in health administration next month. And although an actual graduation ceremony seems unlikely, I wanted to take advantage of this opportunity to publicly praise her for her accomplishment. 
Crystal has worked incredibly hard to earn this degree and has done so while working full-time as an RN at Grady Memorial Hospital in Atlanta, Georgia. We know that it's hard work growing in Atlanta's wildin' right. Georgia's wildin' right now. Mm -hmm. I know this last semester was especially stressful with the added layer of the COVID-19 pandemic, but I just want Crystal to know that we see and admire her grind. My brother chose a boss, and our entire family loves Crystal to pieces. Congratulations, sis. We love you and pray the very best for you in this next chapter. When Rona is done showing out, we will properly turn up in the way that you deserve. With love, your sis, Kayla. So congratulations so much, Crystal. And also thank you as an essential worker for standing on the front lines when people are out here acting like whole assholes. Very good. Very good. (laughs) First responders. Hello, Jade and Kia. I hope you are doing well. We're hanging in there. My name is Marquise, and I'm writing in... And today for myself, because I will be receiving my Master of Science in Animal Science at the illustrious North Carolina Agriculture and Technical State University, also known as North Carolina A&T, in the year of our Lord 2020 on May the 9th. The struggle of writing your thesis from home while having to video conference call your advisors. Woo, child. We know it's the ghetto. Mm -hmm. I will also be attending veterinary school at Virginia Maryland College of um, Veterans. Whoa. I can I can read. I'm going to try that one more time. I'm sorry. I will also be attending veterinary school at Virginia Maryland College of Veterinary Medicine in the fall, if the Lord allows. You're so churchy. Uh, thank know, you guys for all. Thank you guys for all you do, especially for giving me peace during this uncertain time. Congratulations, Marquis. Yes. And if the Lord says the same. <laughs> We we pray that you have an awesome semester uh, at at the Virginia Maryland College of Veterinary Medicine come this fall. And we also hope that when you get that degree, you get that bitch Carol Baskin out of here, veterinary oh in your veterinary uh, studies. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jada Kia. My name is B. I wanted to shout myself out, even though I took five years to complete my undergraduate degree. I'm graduating. That does not matter. I'm graduating in May of this year, or I was before Corona hit. After two major changes in two summer courses later, I finally know what I want to do as a career, and I'm currently applying to grad school in chemistry. Thank you for your podcast. I appreciate hearing the real experiences of real-life adult black women every week. Congratulations, B, and it don't matter how long it took. You did it. You got there. Don't nobody ask. When you get your degree, nobody say how long it take you to get it. That's not a question. You got it. That's all that matters, and we are proud of you. We sure are. The next email says, hey, cousins, first and foremost, I want to thank y'all for having such an amazing show and congratulations on another year under the belt. Thank you, girl. You You ladies have been a breath of fresh air, especially during my downtimes from studying. Anyway, my name is Victoria Nwadi Agbu. I hope I said that correctly. Um, But many call me. I tried to just, you know embrace yes. you know nobody agbu. i'm good at this <laughs> but many call me tori i'd like to shout myself out for obtaining degree number three as a master of science in physician uh in physician assistant studies from indiana state university graduation was supposed to be may 9th but they are doing some virtual ceremony may 16th with all the levels of graduation um, all the levels of education many do not know what a physician assistant is but we are healthcare providers who work in collaboration with doctors nurses and nurse practitioners Similar to uh, NP, except we focus more on uh, medicine education, similar to MDs. Um, so basically, we can see, diagnose, and treat patients. That being said, it's uh, it's nervous, but an exciting time to enter the healthcare industry with this pandemic. I know that's right. However, I'm mm. ready to help fight the good fight for the health of many. My goal is to hopefully work in an OBGYN full-time 
um, in urgent care part-time. I'm currently home in Georgia studying Sorry. for my licensing board exam. So I take all the prayers from the community. Sorry for the long messages, but thanks for reading this. Be blessed and stay safe out there. Tori. Yes, Tori. Fun fact. Girl. I was actually, I was going for my, I was going to be a physician assistant before I was going for nursing before I did none of that. Congratulations, Tori sis. We are really, really proud of you. So proud, girl. We're so rounding proud. out soon. We only have uh, four left. Shout out to my sis. Hi, Jade and Kia. I love y'all. Yay, I can't believe you're going to read what I wrote. <laughs> okay, oh, here goes. I'd like to shout out my sister, Aja, Aja Rochelle Newbold, for graduating May 2nd for Florida Agriculture and Manufacturing from Florida Agriculture and Manufacturing University with her bachelor's Damn degree you. in interdisciplinary studies with a concentration in health science. She was also a member of the National Council of Negro Women, National Society of Collegiate Scholars, Alpha Kappa Mu Honor Society, and a FAMU grad uh, feeder scholar. Woo! Oh, Aja, uh, Asia, just correct me if I'm wrong, Chanel. Um, took a few <laughs> years off undergrad to be an amazing cousin for all intents and purposes, his mama, to her uh, Cordell in Mobile, Alabama. She also practically raised. She worked hard in the field she was preparing to have a career in and saved for the right moment to go back to FAMU to finish up her bachelor's. In 2019, she moved back to Tallahassee to begin her final semesters. Her job even allowed her to work remotely. Aja worked so hard and even got scholarship and joined organizations that would allow for more opportunities to flow in her opportunities to flow in her direction. Everyone doesn't do things on the same timeline as everyone else, and that is perfectly fine. Say it again. She remained diligent and prepared for everything. I'm proud of her for making her plan and executing it flawlessly and giving God all the glory. Aja yes. is an inspiration to me and keeps me humble and on my toes even more than she knows. She deserves the celebration of a lifetime for blazing her own trail. And she will get all this turned up black excellence, super sister energy in person once the Rona kicks rocks. Thank you Very for shouting good. her out and congratulations to all the other 2020 graduates. Yes, indeed. Yes, congratulations, Aja Rochelle Newbold. Yes, <laughs> all your names. And thank you for writing uh, in, Chanel. Absolutely. We love to see it. Uh, the next email comes from Kamaria Buchanan. Uh, Kamaria writes, I am writing in not only to announce my graduation from the illustrious Tuskegee University as a chemical engineer, but to also share my testimony. Since the very first getting grown graduation season, I have been waiting for the day when I could finally send in my own announcement. As I was thinking of what to type, a Bible verse came to mind. All right. Yes. She said, now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Going into college four years ago, I had three goals to be inducted into the Chemical Engineering Honor Society, to graduate on time and to have a job lined up after graduation. Today, I stand as not only a member of Omega Chi Epsilon, the Chemical Engineering Honor Society, but as its chapter president. I'm graduating not only on time, but I'm graduating summa cum law and completely debt free. Mm. Ooh. 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 <laughs> on, the top, <laughs> on top of that, I don't just have any old job lined up following graduation. I'm starting my career in a field that I am deeply interested in as it is highly lucrative. And as I think back on all the difficult days and long nights, on all the struggles I couldn't see my way out of, on all the times I didn't know how much more I could talk, 
take sorry the, that verse comes to mind it was god who lifted me up out of my darkness and placed me in the light god bore the burden of those struggles and left me with peace of mind and knowing it was handled i know this is a bit churchy <laughs> but i just want y'all to know this graduation didn't happen by my doing i wouldn't i would have given up given up a long time ago i made it through him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all i could ask or think praise the lord church amen amen uh yes. kamaria girl Go ahead. You might be the first person to ever quote a scripture in, in an announcement. And I live. I mean, I live. get get what you need, girl, with your lucrative job. I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of you. Yes. We all know that it is a challenge to kind of manage, especially in a field like uh, chemical engineering. But you did it anyway. And thank you because your testimony, I'm sure, encourages other people who are who are currently in the fight. So thank you for sharing. Congratulations, boo. Good morning, Jade and Dr. Kia. Love and appreciate you both. I wanted to acknowledge and shout out my little boy, Jacob Marcel Hawkins, who is graduating from fifth grade in June. In the fall, he will be starting middle school, and I'm so proud of the young man he's becoming. Thank you both, and that's from Brooke. So we wanted to congratulate Jacob Marcel Hawkins for for graduating from fifth grade, Um, and we send you all our love as you enter the ghetto jungle that is junior high. Sweet holy God. (laughs) Um, we're praying for you and your parents. We sure are. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> the final graduation announcement comes from a friend of the show, Ray Love Jr. Yes. Ray Love Jr. says, hey, Kia and Jade. And he's screaming, my sister's popping live. Yes. Y'all know I've been a proud listener and internet cousin since day one. I've been patiently waiting for the day I could write in for graduation announcements to celebrate my one and only baby sister, Ashley Monet Hurst, who joined me in the illustrious HBCU Alumni Club and graduated with her Bachelor's of Fine Arts in Dance from Alabama State University on May 1st. Although she wasn't able to physically walk across the stage, we are so proud to see her virtually turn her tassel and march into the next stage of life. We cannot wait to to celebrate this momentous life achievement with the whole family once this pandemic finds resolve. Brother, mommy, and grandma loves you. A fam, you alum, Ray Love Jr. And he sent in a fly, a picture. Oh, it's so, so an pretty. An announcement, uh, Ashley's, Ashley's announcement. And she is beautiful, a beautiful girl. Congratulations yes. to you, Ashley. Thank you, Ray, for writing in. Magna cum laude. Okay. We love to see it. And listen, that wraps up graduation announcements. But in the spirit of shout out to my sis and what this whole all stands for, I would be remiss in failing to acknowledge that this week is teacher appreciation. Sure week. is. So we want to acknowledge everyone who is an educator of any of every kind and in, in all capacities. We know now more than ever how much Ooh. your work matters. <laughs> so uh, uh, if there's anything that you can do to encourage support, um and lift up a teacher this week this is the week to do it especially we should be doing it all the time but now is a special time to just acknowledge all of their talent and skills and ability and the and the time and effort that they invest into our Mm -hmm. children and the patience who lord have mercy to deal with multiple of these little niggas (laughs) all day so shout out to all the teachers all my friends who are teachers all of my colleagues um all of us my husband's Oh, yes. yes. My Osband. My Osband. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Shout out to Tristan. He has out um, here working. Oh, 
Okay, we love to see it. But yeah, that's the graduation announcement. That's the first edition. For those of you who are new to the party, we read graduation announcements for four weeks. So every week in the May, we will be reading graduation announcements during the shout out to my sis segment. Yep. So if you have not had the opportunity to send your graduation announcement in, you still have time. Do. Um, so go ahead and do that and submit them uh, via email to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Congratulations to all the graduates. We look forward to reading more. Absolutely. And now it's time for us to head on over to the kitchen table where we will be discussing the white women, white womening. Y'all ready? Yes. Let's go, go, go. go ben and Jerry's go, go. three new non-dairy frozen desserts are a new twist on vegan euphoria. So many non-dairy flavors, so little time. Ben and Jerry's has three new non-dairy frozen desserts made with sunflower butter. The Ben and Jerry flavor gurus have taken a big leap this time. These non-dairy flavors are the perfect sweet treats for vegans, vegetarians, and everyone in between. So this is my first time trying a plant-based ice cream alternative. And I have to say your girl was skeptical <laughs> because uh, <laughs> I believe that ice cream should be ice cream. But listen, I have to say that the non-dairy flavors were actually pretty tasty. I had mm-hmm. the creme brulee. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was, it was sweet. It tasted and felt like ice cream in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and it was like not that sweet like non-sweet after like aspartame kind of flavor oh, no. it was actual good ice cream that i would eat again mm-hmm. i like you know i was i really enjoyed it um so uh i think that uh you know and have being somebody who has had ben and jerry's ice cream before it was absolutely comparable so i would absolutely recommend it uh one thing i will say though i really wish that they would have sent me the cookies and cream flavor <laughs> because that was my favorite favorite of all favorites and i thought that that's what they, they were going to send me but they ended up sending me two of the creme brulees which is fine because they gonna get eight but i'm saying um cookies and cream is my shit's naive now Come on. Uh, But yeah, y'all need to check that on out. Check out the Ben and Jerry Sunflower Butter lineup, the whole non-dairy family at BenJerry.com. That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y dot com, 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 com. Okay. Welcome to the kitchen table. We have a very special guest tonight. A very special guest to speak about some special things in a different way. So (laughs) (laughs) we're really excited. Yes, we're very pleased to welcome uh, New York Times bestseller and all-around uh, purveyor of all things fabulous and yes. black and woman. We want to hey. welcome Lovey Ajayi Jones to the show. Thank you for welcome to the kitchen table, sis. Thank you all for having me. We we. We're just so excited and thrilled to have you here because you have made a career out of telling the world about themselves. I live. And we, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we live. We aspire, really and truly. Um, and we thought that you would be, uh, you, you have a certain level of expertise to kind of help us talk through this particular kitchen table uh, talk segment because we are going to be unpacking um, the Karen meme that has kind of been mm-hmm. viral in the interwebs here recently. And it's something that you have uh, posted about on, on your website, Awesomely Lovey, um, you know, with regard to caucasity. And you've, t- you've developed a, a very interesting framework, a typology, if you will, of the, of the many different ways that white women, white women, 
Um, so we're going to talk. Yes, white women, white women, because you know, white womening, white womening is actual it is. verb. It's it's a thing yes, that they do. Um, and I think we're going. We we just thought it would be useful conversation for us to kind of unpack caucasity and whiteness and how it kind of makes itself manifest through social media and otherwise, like in our lives, um, and just kind of like how we are dealing with it and coping with it and still finding a way to keep doing our own respective jobs yes. <laughs> do our own do our own work despite it so all of that but before we get into that how are you like how, how, how girl, are you child, literally my only response to that answer is just child <laughs> <laughs> i feel like you have to recalibrate yeah. how you're doing lately you can't just be like i'm good because who's really good yeah nobody Nobody. Nobody. So why why lie? I'm just like, child, I don't know. It depends by the day. Everybody working extra hard. I don't know anybody who's like, oh, man, I'm bored. If anybody tells you they're bored, I'm like, how? How? I'm jealous jealous if you're bored, actually. Facts. That is a privilege that I ain't got. Child, before we started recording this, I had to carve out time for the kid. I did a puzzle with her. Then I had to come and get ready for this. And we working through the day. It's just... You know, getting her on them. She she got Zoom calls. She got more Zoom calls than me. Indeed. Yes. First of all, shout out to y'all parents because y'all are putting in work and y'all ain't put these broke best friends out yet. So, <laughs> okay, you ain't put them out on the porch yet. So I'm really proud of you. I think you're doing amazing. Oh, I did put her on the fire escape for five minutes, but I'm. But it's I don't right. know. <laughs> And you let her back you in. You let her back in. I let her back in. <laughs> she's she's <laughs> loud. You're doing you great. Back. Okay. You're doing, You're doing the Lord's work. I literally cannot imagine because it is everything that it takes for me to take care of myself in this time. So the fact that you are raising a little person. We yes. I'm tired. And I've heard the stories of the parental Zooms. Like <laughs> my sister said her, her daughter's Zoom class, one of the kids does a countdown. Uh-uh. We have 20 minutes left. We have 15 minutes left. She said she'd be so... Oh my gosh. She said the parents just like, why are we here? Why? Why? Because we, we over it. So the parents have to sit in Zoom. You guys have to like sit Every in once Zoom in a while, with the child. Like today she ran or back and she was like... You have to monitor They want it. the mom next to me. I was like, all right, okay. I'll be there in a second. And then I'm trying to... I'm in here trying to take a call. I'm like, I got to call Come you on. back. I got to run back to the room. It's... It's madness. I just bought her an office area. We just bought her a, a whole new room to get her life together. I bought her a little desk. <laughs> so she does. She needs she it. She does. But let's get into this good. Uh, oh, man. Let's get into this good convo. This necessary convo. I don't know if it's good. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's important. It is important. So for those of you who don't know, there has been um, a... A meme mm-hmm. that's kind of taken the internet by storm, um, sorry, and it's kind of sent us into sent us sent. It's kind of, you know, sparked a series of different think pieces and blogs and all kinds of stink pieces that Justin calls <laughs> But um, just people kind of, you know, waxing poetic and pontificating about what it means to be, uh, you know, just how they are experiencing the mm-hmm. Karen stereotype. Many of these, and, and you know, both how people are experiencing it in terms of you know how they use it, um, and if they are, you know, if they fall within the the that criteria of what constitutes a Karen, what that means for them. So um, I think I posted 
it on um, our social media today. I'll just read it really quickly for those of you who haven't quite seen it yet. So uh, someone by the name of Emily Swaven said, yes, the K word is stronger than the N word, at least currently. Misogyny and patriarchy has been around longer than slavery. So just don't use either. And there's a, a, a graphic that says, stop saying Karen. Karen is the sexist and racist term that is equivalent to the N-word for white women. Calling a woman Karen is an attempt to get rid of a woman's right to stand up for herself or themselves. So uh, <laughs> I saw that <laughs> last week and had some reactions. But, you know, I want to be fair and let you guys. So let's just talk before we get into, like, the meat of the conversation. What are your initial, <laughs> what what bubbles up to the surface for, for the both of you? at the reading of that particular meme uh, or tweet. Right, we are not so. supposed to want to be violent, but I want to drop <laughs> kick whoever with that in the face. Like I'm talking like straight, like Mortal Kombat, drop kick her in the face when she just goes flying across the room. That's literally what I felt. I was like, no, she did. Oh, she did. Yes. How? Yes. How? To the point where you can say Karen and then N word is in asterisks. That already yes. by itself lets you yes. know they the don't, they're not the same. Mm. K word, bitch. You bitch, you tried it. Can we cuss exactly. on here? Because I'm a cuss. Bitch, you tried oh, bitch, it. You tried it. <laughs> you tried it. I only please, have like you tried it. Karen Hush. The same way a nigga, if a nigga is getting on my nerves, I'm a nigga hush him. I'm a Karen Hush. Just hush, Karen. I ain't got nothing else for you. Woo. Did I cut you off, Lovey? I'm sorry. No, you good. They just want to be victims so bad, so bad. The like this, this, this. It's like, a, a, you know, jumping double dutch, you're trying to get in the rope. It's like they're trying to get into the oppression Olympics. It's like, I'm trying to jump in. I'm just trying, I'm just trying to jump in. They got the rhythm to do it, though. <laughs> There's going. no rhythm I'm to going. jump in the double dutch. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't got the rhythm. They ain't got the range. They don't Ooh. have it. They don't have it. Ooh. So this is a demonstration of caucasity at its finest. It really is just kind of like a, it is an illustration. It's the embodiment of the word. Um, and Levy, you define caucasity in your, in, um, in the, your awesomely love, lovey piece that you released last week. Uh, it was like, caucasity is the state of unjust affairs. It's a mind state and a series of real things that come from the privileges of whiteness. So you say more about, about that and just kind of like, you know, that that definition, I, I think it is spot on. But just kind of what informed that, um, and what made you want to kind of put that put those words to paper in such a way? Yeah, because I feel like people be like, well, what's caucasity, right? I'm like, yo, it's not just a thing. It's a it's how people think through things. Mm -hmm. It's how they're like operating in the world with this sense of entitlement. It's this mm -hmm. like pick me. I'm the one that has been somehow victimized attitude that a lot of white people have, and you know. I think caucasity is at the brunt of a lot of the things that we're seeing. I think caucasity is the reason why the world is a dumpster fire, right? Mm -hmm. Like white people are actually not the global majority. Okay, let's be clear. They're and not the global majority and minute. haven't been. There's a whole continent of people who don't look like their asses. They what they do, M make their way there to try to go pill exactly. free. That is caucasity at yeah. its worst. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I'm a South African. South African. <laughs> Child. How you get there? Y'all with your Dutch ass. You are Dutch. You are Dutch. And y'all asses Ooh, just went and parked yourselves in South Africa because it was nice. And you saw freaking diamonds and gold and shit. Mm -hmm. So I feel like caucasity, if people are ever wondering, are ever confused what caucasity is, just think about 
stealing. Okay, <laughs> like the legacy of Caucasity is stealing all across the globe, stealing cultures, land, people. Okay, so that's Caucasity. I think it's entitlement. Agreed. It's entitlement and willful, I love that you... and willful ignorance. Well, absolutely, because it's a it's a it's a it's a choice to absolutely. ignore facts. It's a choice to ignore what's right in front of your face. So in, outside of it being the entitlement that we know it is, it is a willful ignorance. And what did Martin Luther King say? Is dangerous. Willful ignorance is dangerous. Oh, no, I say it's not even just ignorant. It's actually evil. Because a yeah. lot of caucasity has been able to deepen its claws around the world because it's been designed. So once yeah. they stumbled, maybe on official, maybe initially it might have been ignorance. Then it became intentional. Yeah. Then it became, mm -hmm. oh, shit, we got to actually build the whole system yeah. so we can stay on top. Because let's True. keep it 100. The whole point of racism is to overcompensate for where they short. Uh -huh. So all they ha they have to create the system to stay on top because otherwise, what we would have yeah. been doing our yeah. thing. It's I think I'm so glad that you said uh, system right because I think we we often lose sight of whiteness as a system and all of what we we're talking about kind of falls underneath that umbrella of whiteness and not mm -hmm. whiteness just in terms of identity but like you said whiteness being a system that was specifically designed to maintain mm -hmm. a power structure to maintain how a society has been stratified according to certain identities, according to certain, um, uh, you know, characteristics and traits. And anything that comes to threaten that system's viability is something that has to be attacked. So that's what I, that's what comes to mind for me when I hear memes like this and think about the ways that white women um, function uh, around the centering of themselves um, in order to dis detract mm -hmm. from everyone else's everything. So it's like, so what's, what I'm seeing here with the K word comparison to the N word, word is, <laughs> it's like anything that, uh, you know, let's not make this about race because mm -hmm. it's not about race. This is about me. <laughs> and, and we have to attack anything that decenters um, white, that white narrative, that white, you know, and anything that I'm opposed to, anything that hurts my feelings, anything that I disagree with, anything that makes me uncomfortable. And that's what, that's what, that's what I think is at the, at the bottom line of this, because what it sounds like to me is a bunch of mm -hmm. white women who are in their feelings. They don't like to be stereotyped in the ways that they have stereotyped mm -hmm. other people for centuries. And it's now it's like, they're pushing back. Like, you know, Oh my God, what you mean? What, whatever do you mean? I'm the nicest white woman ever. How dare you call me out of my name? <laughs> like, like, what? I mean, think about it. A lot of that? the fairy tales, a lot of the fairy tales that we've been told for a long time, is about caucasity. Goldilocks mm -hmm. and the Three Bears. That bitch yes. stole in, like went into their house and ate their food. <laughs> like, bitch, you come in my and then lay on my bed. That's white <laughs> boy caucasity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, going in the refrigerator and seeing what was yeah. in here—that is rude. <laughs> that is rude. Taking a bite okay. out of everybody's food. She don't even eat the whole thing. She just took Ooh, a bite out of everybody's food. I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it. No, I don't no like home this one. <laughs> like, like how Western Indian, West Indians say, no bratopsy. No bratopsy. She ain't got none. That is called gaslighting play right now. And <laughs> The three little pigs. Yeah, no, so I all about white. Three little pigs, uh, Jack and the Beanstalk. Okay, that was <laughs> all of them. Went to the think about it. Jack and the Beanstalk yeah. went to that like tree and then ends up like stealing their eggs mm -hmm. and then kills the giant at the end of it. 
Yes. So that was about America, Jack and the Beanstalk. That was, that was, a, that was about the takeover of America. Facts. Absolutely. Being being enthralled with something that's different and not like you. And when you realize that it has it has mm-hmm. power that you don't have, you have to take it out. Uh, I was thinking back because I even went back and read uh, your piece on white women's tears. Um, or white mm-hmm. women wielding their tears as weapons, and I and I saw that comparison that like, well, you kind of talking about Alice in Wonderland drowning the world, <laughs> drowning the world in her tears, um, but you know, and we laugh, but that's actual real, like that's actually the storyline. We're not making that up. That's not a stretch. That's mm-hmm. what happened, and it's just like a perfect analogy for what we're dealing with. Agreed. It's crazy. Um, I think. I think. So I, I'm going to talk, I want to get to uh, your, your, the Becky, Karen versus Susan. Um, uh, I'm calling it, I call it a framework because, you know, I'm a researcher, I'm a PhD. We think in terms of theoretical That makes me sound real smart. You, I mean, but I, honestly here, if, I mean, if in my humble opinion, and I, you know, I have a long way to go, but I think you have the makings of something here because this, this has some, this has some feet. Does. This has something it could, it could walk. Because if you would allow me to extend it a little bit, the way you, because I was talking to with, with one of my friends and colleagues, um, Dr. Felicia Commodore, who's a professor at Old Dominion University. We were talking about this and we, we talked about, um, so you talk about Becky, Karen, and Susan. And Becky, who who is younger than Karen, and Susan is their mentor. Please. And I'm going to let you kind of unpack who those people are. But I have, I think, when when you talk about it, it, may, it put me in the mind of someone who I feel like is is their foremother. But, but I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go first. I feel like there was there's one one character, one archetype of character in culture that we can reference that walked so that Becky, Karen, and Susan could run. But but um. So let's talk about let's talk about Becky. Um, let's talk about Karen, and let's talk about Susan. Where should we start? Okay. So let's start with Becky. Okay. So a lot of times we've been here, people being like, Becky's been the thing that's been used um, lately. Before Karen became really big, yes. Becky was yes. the thing we were using for white girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I realized I was like, Becky and Karen ain't the same. No. <laughs> because mm-hmm. Becky is Karen in training. Okay. Mm-hmm. Becky is Karen's apprentice. She's in her twenties. Yeah. All right. She's just developing. She's not asking for the manager, but she's asking for her order to be sent back to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's Becky. Mm-hmm. You know, she loves her some like Uggs, and she she always <laughs> drinks the Starbucks with the chai latte and the yeah. <laughs> specific orders that she wants. And if y'all don't get it right, she gonna send it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. the. This is not Riesling. And then you give her the same glass. She's like, this is Riesling. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. You're right. She listens to like Ariana Grande. You know, that's her G. That's her homie. And Taylor Swift, those are her homies. Okay. Mm. So that's Becky. Mm. Right. And then we got Karen. Mm -hmm. Right. Karen is, I need to speak to you with your manager. Okay. She got the suit bang that's blonde with the stripes in it. (laughs) Think like Kelly Clarkson when she was American Idol. Yes. Asymmetrical Bob. Kate and uh, Kate, what's Bob. his name? Plus eight. Yeah. Yes. Sean yes. and Kate plus eight. Yes. Sean <laughs> and Kate plus eight. Yes. You got That's bad highlights. Bad highlights in the bad band. Bad highlights. Baby. Yes. Yes. Bad yes. highlights. Her All highlights are out of pocket. <laughs> her whole goal in life is what she considers fairness, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why can't I get this thing? Because I'm supposed to have it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this, you know, Karen is the one who's definitely getting people fired 
from the job because she asked the mm-hmm. manager and was like, they didn't do this thing for me. And then now mm-hmm. we got Susan, who's their mentor, right? Yes. Susan mm. don't just ask for the manager. She asked for corporate's number. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> She's going to the top. Yeah. She's she going is. to the top. She ain't mm. even messing with the manager. She, no, no, no. Susan is calling CEO of the company and saying mm-hmm. why they got her copies wrong. Mm-hmm. And she insists that the whole store be closed down. You, you don't even get fired. The whole store be closed. <laughs> it's true. It's true. The whole company, yeah. just everything shut company. down. Everybody. Okay. So she's unhappy because she's unhappy. And when Becky's mm-hmm. not happy, Becky tells Karen and Karen tells Susan, mm-hmm. all Susan's hell like, breaks loose. Got it. I handled got it. it. Yes. <laughs> It's been handled. Yes, they are terrors, okay, because (laughs) all three of them are terrors because they're the damsel in distress and the world has been set up to coddle them. So everybody runs and is like, I got to make sure they're happy. Meanwhile, there's all types of people in their wake because Mm -hmm. all they care about is what they felt entitled to. Right. Did you see that clip of the, um, the mother who got arrested at the park? And she, she got, you didn't see it, sis? She, she got arrested at the park. I didn't see it. And because they told her that her kids couldn't play on the playground. And she refused to let her kids get off the equipment. And so the police arrested her. And everybody. This is a black woman. Ra- a white woman. Rallying around. Okay. You know, hollering. Who, who would you, I, what, is that a Susan, a Karen, or a Becky, lovey? That's a Karen. Because okay. Susan that ain't got no, you know, ain't five-year-olds. That's a Karen. Okay. <laughs> Susan is like. You don't have young children. <laughs> Susan has, doesn't have young children. <laughs> Susan is like, I'm an empty nester now, okay? Um, But that's, Susan is Becky's grandmother, so Becky might have, that might be Becky or Karen, depending if she's a young mother or not, you know what I mean? But they will have grandmother Susan, but then even above Susan, what I didn't include is the over 60. Some people are saying, what, Gertrude? (laughs) Elaine. Elaine. (laughs) Eileen, no, Eileen. 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 Becky, below Becky, we have Kaylee. Oh, the teenager, because you know she becomes Becky. So there's levels to this stuff. So much, right? So when you think about it, so like, like you said, um, it's all about uh, their comfort, their um, their desires. All these things have been set in place to ensure that they are that Mm -hmm. they feel like they are the center, and anything that decenters decenters a white woman um is is a is a threat to her and that's what forces her to attack um and by attack we mean try to dismantle whatever it is that um you know is so when i was thinking about this it made me think so i think when you read a lot of the blogs that exist out there about you know white women who are responding to um you know this karen meme and how they feel about it um it originated the first person who kind of made it hot more recently was a, a a blogger in the UK. Her name is Julie Bendel. She is a lesbian feminist. That's how she identifies herself. And she, her position was that this, this Karen uh, stereotype was about class because people who are, uh, it's, it's more about entitled, uh, uh, rich, wealthy, um, upper to middle class people calling Karen's, um, lower to middle-class people. Um, and then you have uh, other older, there was a woman, I'm trying to find the link right now, but there was a woman who um, wrote for The the Guardian, um, and she was talking about um, 
just how she as an older woman, you know, she she felt um, like she was being personally attacked and she saw this as kind of like um, it was interesting. The words that she used, it was one particular part that I shared uh, with my friend who I was talking about this earlier, but she was like, you know, it. she, she was quoted as saying, um, I'm not like I, I could call all black women Nia because Nia is a common word uh, is a common name for black women. Um, but since I don't, um, but rather than, rather than assigning a name to a person because I don't oh, have the mental that. dexterity to ask them or to find out what, what she said, she said, because I don't have, because they don't have the mental dexterity. I'll find the exact quote, but it was like, and it was her whole position was about, you know, she felt attacked because people were making assumptions about white women in, in, in these ways. Um, and it made me really think about um, what it means for, white women like them this this notion of them feeling threatened and wanting to dismantle things that seem unjust so they're attacking things like misogyny and they're attacking things like class but they are being intentional about making this not about race um because for whatever reason race is a com a conversation that makes people uncomfortable and we have to do things to make white people white women comfortable mm -hmm. <laughs> right because making them uncomfortable is not what we want um so if i may it made me think if, if the, the the foremother of of Eileen, um, uh, Susan, Karen, Becky, and Kaylee, I think Miss Millie from the color purple walked so Great. that these women could run. And when I say that, it wasn't because I think Miss Millie to me uh, was kind of embodies that well-intentioned white woman who presents as someone who is honorable and good like inherently and you know she does good things for colored people let's even take it further back miss mm -hmm. ann walked well okay <laughs> miss well, millie could run okay miss <laughs> millie could run because let's be let's be miss clear ann. that white women right. have been able to get away with being these people yes. and not getting the smoke for it yes. in the way that white men we white man easy smoke let's give them easy smoke, smoke. <laughs> easy, easy, smoke. Right. easy clean right. smoke mm -hmm. Yes, go ahead, Jay. Yes, <laughs> easy smoke. But white women have like somehow just gotten away from any type of blame, God. even though we talk about white men used to rape their their the black women who they enslaved. The white women knew mm -hmm. they were the ones who and were telling on and not just said nothing. They instigated. Yeah, yeah, you know they were the ones who were doing all types of shady things. So the Miss Anna of it all, yeah. I'm like, it's time for white women to start getting smoke. They've earned yeah. it. They yeah. work to get the smoke because I'm like, yo, y'all are not innocent. Y'all can take all this heat, and if you can't take it, you just gonna have to deal. The heat is coming. Mm -hmm. It's coming because we're not going to stop having these conversations. Mm -hmm. We're not going to stop calling you out because it's been we we spent too much time worried about y'all's feelings and y'all's feelings are not the center of the world. It just reminds me of um, I don't know if you all watch Blackish, um, but there was the, did you see the episode, the girlfriends reunion mm -hmm. episode mm -hmm. where it was all the white women, they're feminists and they're 
out al- their allies, right? Mm-hmm. They're all banding together for what women deserve. But when they start calling them out about what marginalized women deal with, even more so than what they deal with, they didn't want to discuss it. They got uncomfortable with it. Right. You right. know, and so it just all of this reminds me that reminded me of that episode. I just wanted to bring that. No, up. No, totally. <laughs> I think that discomfort is where the change and the transformation happens, though. Right. Because there is no growth without discomfort. Mm-hmm. And I think we get stuck in these places because people always want to shirk these conversations about race and what we call people to task about about being responsible for what they say and what they do like you can't and it for me <clears throat> what what strikes me as 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 a woman who navigates spaces that are you know um I, you know, as an educator there there's tons of white women all around right <laughs> um and they're white women in power so I, I i see these things through the lens of power in in a lot of different ways but what i what i hear in this whole oppression olympics thing and and white women kind of vying for this position in that it's like you know are you dismantling the system that says that you know that that questions why we live in a society that has these sort of stratifications and or are you saying that you want to be at the top Mm -hmm. because because it's like it's not it's it's your it's, it's you are you talking about the patriarchy in terms of dismantling it so that we could all be equal and is equity your your aim is inclusion your goal or are you just saying that you want what the white man has um because i don't i'm not necessarily like when you when you say things and when you put the k word you know when you say karen and and nigga are the same like i don't know what like how, what do you even mean like that's like i don't get it yeah that's that's and that's the danger in all of that that's the danger in it the fact that you think that this comparison is an equal comparison the fact that you think an entire system of that has happened and has been put in place in order to oppress uh a person because you're feeling uncomfortable because somebody's calling you out for your bullshit that is where it becomes a very dangerous situation and then the fact that they feel like they're well-intentioned makes it even more dangerous right I feel like yeah and I think the problem starts when they're young because mm-hmm. here's the thing if you grow up and people trust you more with your feelings you'd be less likely to be so touched by the smallest challenge I think it starts from when they're young if they get all these participation trophies mm-hmm. they get coddled so that mm-hmm. continues into adulthood and they don't know how to be challenged I have right most of my audience is black women. Probably mm-hmm. half of my audience is superbly black women, which mm-hmm. black women who are who I always speak to. But I also have other half of my audience is really diverse. Mm-hmm. And it was by accident. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really talking to them, but they liked my stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, cool. So I started realizing, I was like, well, since they're listening, let me, let me go ahead and start challenging them on some stuff right. and seeing how they're going to take it. Actually, how they take it has nothing to do with me. I'm still right. going to say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I found that a lot of the white women who follow me were like, yo, when I first started following you, it was kind of uncomfortable because you, you know, you would challenge us and say these things. And I started feeling defensive, mm-hmm. but they were like, I stopped one day and was like, is there some truth to it? And I'm like, oh, I'm sure a bunch of y'all have followed me, which yeah. is fine. But I'm like, what does the world look like if more, if they, if they were more challenged more often, mm-hmm. right? Like, if they got more people telling them, I'm sorry, like you don't get a cookie just because you're not racist. Okay. Right. <laughs> not supposed to be. That is the minimum 
Okay, lowest common denominator <laughs> of all of this. The basement. Is that yeah. the base, that's yeah. the basement that is yes. basic. Okay. Yeah. Y'all love using the word basic, white women. I love the word basic. <laughs> yes. Let's let's start talking about how basic some of these expectations are. Mm-hmm. So I think there's that challenge needs to constantly happen. And they also need to start challenging themselves. The mm-hmm. ones who the ones who are not Becky's and Karen's. Go talk to the Beckys and Karen. Them your friends. Them your cousins. Your mom. It's really your responsibility to do that work, not us. They and are. it's really your responsibility to do that work, not us. Right? So, like, we... I think... And I think you... This is this is awesome because I wanted to make sure that this is not... This is not about us kind of dragging white women specifically more than it is about us calling out whiteness and how it functions and and the fact that you know, we all have a lot of learning and unlearning to do when it comes to understanding how whiteness is designed and how we can resist it Mm -hmm. actively, how we can call it out in ways that are not harmful Mm -hmm. to ourselves and to others. Um, And we have to really kind of build those muscles and it's going to be uncomfortable for everyone because we have to all acknowledge the ways that we have been complicit in this. We've all been steeped in this. We all grew up hearing those fairy tales. We all read the same textbooks, all of those things. And now that we know better, we are charged to do better and hold uh, the people that we are in community with um, responsible to that as well. So thinking along those lines, what are some things that we can do from where we are? Like some people are saying, like, I don't have a platform. I don't have a blog. I don't, um, you know, I don't know how to, like, how do I start calling things out? Is it enough for me to just kind of, you know, respond in my own life? Uh, what are some things that I can do if I want to be a part of challenging this, this uh, national I think national the work rhetoric? that we should do really needs to focus on who's in our actual circle, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times people are thinking, oh, because I don't have a platform. Mm-hmm. Nobody follows yeah. me on Facebook. I'm like, you know what, honestly, yeah. The Facebookness, the Twitter of it all is less important than how you're challenging the people you can touch, that you can call, that you can text, right? Because life. you could be you can be posting all types of challenging life. statuses on Facebook, but if your mom is racist and you yep. just like, well, that's just how she is, yep. then mm-hmm. that status on Facebook don't matter because the yes. person closest mm-hmm. to you is allowed yes. to say these things. So we yeah. got to start mm-hmm. with our own like mm-hmm. circle with our yes. own tribe, with our own family. So yes. actively challenging that way, our friends, because a lot of us went to, co- a lot of us did not go to HBCUs. A lot of mm-hmm. us went to PWIs. Right. Along the way, we mm-hmm. became acquaintances with some white right. girls, mm-hmm. some white dudes mm-hmm. who respect mm-hmm. us, like us well enough, mm-hmm. quotation marks, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, mm-hmm. we can use that proximity <laughs> to make sure if they put in something crazy on Facebook, call them be like, sis, Becky, listen, <laughs> we're going to be cool. Yeah. You don't be cool. <laughs> you can't be saying that. And yeah. also, let me talk about why this thing is wrong. Like, yeah, if I can't yeah. call the people who are right there yes. next to me, then who am I saying to random strangers? Right. It's true. Right. It's true. It's Being true. I have a white. Have I have a white friend, and I have to give her 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 props because the closest people to her are her family. Mm-hmm. Those are the racist people, and her th- those are the the races that she deals that she isn't close to, and she calls them out every single time for every ridiculous thing that they say, for every hateful thing that they say. I mean, she calls them out like that. Those are the type of allies we need. That is an ally. You telling me you don't see color, you are not an ally. Because if you don't see color, then you don't see the oppression that we're dealing with. 
But if you see what's going on, you need to see color so you can understand the injustices. Yes, and even better than allies or accomplices, the Franks Uh and protesters use that concept. Uh And I was like, that's what's up. An ally is a person who's like, yeah, I don't like that thing that happened. An accomplice will make sure they do something. So the difference is an ally being like, oh man, police brutality is not cool. Okay, that's an ally. An accomplice will see a young black dude being pulled over by cops and pull over next to them so they can yeah. watch what's happening so they can help de-escalate yeah. the situation and serve as a witness so accomplices yeah. do okay yeah. allies say accomplices yes. do okay so points people yes. to do yes <laughs> no mm-hmm. we say that we say that it's about putting your privilege where your mouth is That's right it. so it's about it. it's about making it making it doing stuff putting things on the line like you they, you know that there are things using your privilege for our to advance the cause not just to advance yourself That's it's it. really where where it's at and i want to be conscious about telling people that there is a certain way that we have to have these conversations you can have them in love but be honest mm-hmm. and don't and and you know steering away from protecting people's feelings i'm saying that because i had an experience on a job because i work um and inclusion in, ed- in education. So I work with institutional leaders who are uh, advancing inclusion efforts on mm-hmm. their campuses. And a big part of my job is com- is is holding people's feet to the fire and saying, well, you know, not quite. <laughs> but because, you know, there's a lot of people mm-hmm. with well intentions who feel like they know how to, to do this work and they don't. So mm-hmm. it's, it's about being trained and knowing how to do it. So I'm, a, I'm fortunate enough to be a part of that training for people who are in power on college campuses. But I've had several experiences where a, a, a white person would be confronted. Um, by a person of color on their campus and you know be called a racist or be called out for some prejudicial behavior and then they come to me so that I can say oh no you are you not are racist right and I mean I have, I have literally that has happened to me I have I have literally that has happened to me more than one time and you know my mentors and people that that are training me as I'm doing this work are very very serious about me uh, being on me and saying like now it's not the time to hold Lois's hand now is the time now is you know it, it, it is about she's supposed to be uncomfortable if somebody called her a racist it's because that was their experience of her mm-hmm. and that person has the right to kind of say that so it's about it's about saying and, and learning how to have these conversations where we can really just say what it what it is it's not about me making you feel better if you are uncomfortable that means that there is there's a disconnect between who you are and who you want to be and it's not my job to change that it's yours so i think there's ways that we can have these conversations that are meaningful that are um and, and not harmful to us and to the people that we're that we're talking to um absolutely. because we have to we have to find ways to do it that's just the bottom line absolutely but like you said, it's not our responsibility. At this point, it's you all's responsibility. It's, For sure. It, you, you must be the accomplices, as Lovey said. You have to speak up, and that means stepping out of your comfort zone. That means uh, if, it, you know, if it's something that's going to affect you, how, how are you going to react to that? You know what I'm For saying? Sure. Are you, I'm sorry, Brooklyn is Brooklyning right now. Niggas <laughs> are on fine. dirt bikes and they are driving me you crazy. Know, anytime, anytime we have more, it's warmer. It's a little warm, so the people are just excited. They are. They are out here wilding. But you have to be able to step out of your comfort zone and say, okay, even if this puts me in a place where I feel uncomfortable, I'm still going to speak on it. For That's sure. what makes you the accomplice. For sure. Lovey, your book, um, this this wonderful New York Times bestseller book that is one of my faves. As you can see, it has been through some things because I be it is it is a reference. <laughs> it is it is a reference. I just be in here like, mm, well, Lovey said like 
<laughs> yeah. The, the culture, the culture segment is my is one of my favorite. Um, and uh, the the specifically the chapters on racism and privilege. And I think what I love about about um you and your work is that you know it is not uh it is not fit neatly into one box. It is it you you are authentically you, and that has made space for you to be all of these different. Uh, things an mm-hmm. author uh, a spe- a speaker you know an innovator a creator um and i wanted you to talk a little bit about um your experience like you know how that journey has been for you and what what's next what's on the docket i know that love nation the app is here but just tell us what else is going on come on app <laughs> what's going on exactly <laughs> well funny enough i'm writing book 2 right now my uh, yes. manuscript is due this week okay Ooh. like my, my book is like um is that <laughs> and I actually addressed some of these topics about like what happens. So the book two is called the Fear Fighter Manual, because mm. my whole thing is my testimony, my my journey is a series of me doing things that scared the shit out of me, and then me doing it anyway and being like, oh snap, what this amazing thing happened, and I'm like, yo, do you know what could happen if we all stop being so scared all the time of everything? Yeah. Right. I'd be like, I'd be scared of everything sometimes. I'd be like, man. But my whole thing is like, I don't believe in fearlessness. You know, everybody's scared by something. Yeah. And the whole goal is you're not gonna stop being scared. You just gotta push past it and be like, I know I'm scared shitless. I'm gonna do this shit anyway and close yeah. my eyes, run away, and hope for the best. <laughs> right. That's it. Right. So working Snakes on don't that, shed their skin and and, and die. They shed their skin so that they can grow and, you know, do do the next thing. So we got to we got to keep shedding them skins. That's what I'm doing. You I'm shedding some skins. So I'm writing. This book. But let me tell you something. You know, this book is reading me for my own rights. Wow. Like I'm I'm writing stuff and I'm like, oh, shit, I, I need to read this book. Lord. I, <laughs> shit. Tell that's me how about you know, myself. That's how you know you got good stuff right there. Woo! I was like, oh, this book is reading me for my rights. I'm, so I'm excited about that. It's coming out next year. So yeah, working on that. That's that's a big part of my that's a big part of my year. It's gonna be getting that edited. You know, um, I got the publisher of my dreams. Penguin yeah. House. Nice. Nice. Oh, Jesus is working hard in yeah. my life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he tends to do that. Jesus <laughs> working. I said, okay, God. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I see you out here. Yes. So yeah, just doing a lot of work, content creating, just doing the things that I feel compelled to do right now. Um, and like I said, I constantly pushing myself to challenge myself to be better Mm -hmm. because as I'm writing the do better manual, as I'm writing all these pieces, trust every day, I'm challenging myself like, girl, you're trash Get (laughs) together. So I'm trying to be less trash every single day. That's what I'm committed to. Just a little bit less trash. That is is a a testimony testimony to my my own heart. heart. (laughs) But that's. That's a testament to, to how wonderful and beautiful your work can be when you are being authentically yourself and when you are speaking to, you know, and you're really trying to use your words and you're not just putting them out there because, you know, they're going to be nice for people to read. You're trying to actually live that. That's the thing. That's that's a wonderful thing. And it's encouraging mm-hmm. to me. Right. Because it's like, you know, we're going to think like, less we, raggedy. We say all right. yes. <laughs> I feel like I'm raggedy. I feel like I'm, you know, raggedy. If I could just be a little less raggedy than I was the day before, then I'm just in the right direction. And, you know, right direction. I love that. I love that. All of your work is kind of couched in this whole fear 
uh, for your fighting. Like a paradigm, um, I don't know. Because I, I, I see it as like an active posture. Like a paradigm, I don't know. Because I see it as like an active posture, right? It's and not like a set thing. I love that but it because, moves. you know, the and fear's not going anywhere. I love anywhere, that because, but, you know, the fear's uh, not going anywhere. <laughs> we, we can but, find it. It's, it's uh, everywhere. But we still need to find it. Every time. Like, I was like, yo, I literally, I was struggling. I was struggling this last two months finishing this book. I was like, ain't I got some nerve. I have some nerve. I'm writing a book about fear fighting, and I'm over here like, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I, same, same. I was like, like every day every day same, i'm scared same. and i'm like meanwhile i'm over here being challenged to write yeah. this book that's making me step outside of myself to yeah. be like yo all right write this book for the you from 10 years ago yeah. who was afraid to call herself a writer because yeah. she thought tony morrison was a writer so how dare you call yourself the same thing mm. so i'm writing that book for the me that was mm. 20 and had no path that was like set straight mm. now i'm which, writing the book for me today mm. which which you we uh, with ironically enough, if you all go back and listen to the twenty somethings episode, Lovey was one of our uh, beautiful contributors yes, who was able was. to write a letter to her twenty year old <laughs> self as well. If you had some like just a couple words Ooh. right now for your twenty year old self, what would it be? Damn, that's the uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the we. Yeah. <laughs> you higher than all of us. I exactly. Am, baby. Okay, okay, giraffe up here. <laughs> if i had a couple of words for 20 year old me i'd say um it's okay that you're not gonna be a doctor yeah because god's plan is better than anything you could have come up with that is what i would tell me she i'm 35 now so 15 years ago i would have mm-hmm. told myself you know what it's okay what is coming for you is greater than anything you could have actually thought about mm-hmm. and hopefully i would have walked with less anxiety hopefully Okay, being being the Nigerian who wants to be a writer, child back. Like what? Where's your degrees at? Like, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Like, well, has so your I'm, family come around? Has your? I'm sure that they girl, have. Are they still telling you to get a job? Oh, girl, no. Okay, good. Yeah, oh, no. My mama, my mama be like telling all her neighbors about me. Like, have you watched Netflix? <laughs> She, she's like, she's in a documentary on Netflix. <laughs> yes, love it. Like I'll go visit her, and her neighbors would be like, "Oh my god, your mom is so proud of you." And I was like, "Really? She hasn't told me." Uh, Girl, is she a Virgo like mine? Because I, she, she's a Libra. She, she just like close enough. Close enough. I retired her in 2016, so I remember that. I, I literally was like, "This is what I've always wanted to do," and and after that, she really couldn't say nothing to me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, they're, my family's proud. Like, they're really just like, they're the battery behind my back now. And I'm like, I, I'm doing this because I want to create the legacy of our name. I want my kids to be proud of me. I want my grandmother who died nine years ago, who I'm dedicating this second book to, mm-hmm. to be like, my prayers were not in vain. So, yeah. That's I love beautiful. it. That's beautiful. Well, we have really enjoyed having you at the kitchen Y'all table. Have. Y'all love the shit. Y'all we, love the shit. we, I mean, That's we just hope that this is not the last time that we get to kick it. Please. I mean, I while mean, we in the, we know you're doing important work right now, but you know, anytime you want to yeah. slide up on, you we know, you have, you'll have to come back on so we can talk new book uh, when on, it's out. Uh, ma'am, please and thank you. Okay, <laughs> yes. I'll be back. Okay, we'll I'll be back. Be back. Yeah, because yes. we just yeah. had our good, we had our good bro, Michael Arsenault. He came on after he released his Michael. second book. Yes. That's my boo. I love yes. him. I yeah. sat here and watched him through his process as well. Mm-hmm. He's like, bitch, I got to turn something in right now. Right now. I'll call you back <laughs> in 10 minutes. Maybe, maybe <laughs> 
like where your words where your words <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you like do I have said, to come back to discuss please. yes and game has a book club so we can just do things we sure absolutely. can absolutely and i'm proud of you too y'all started getting grown what five years ago no three, three. Three years, it feels like much longer. Oh my gosh, we're here to stay. It does, it does. And I'm so glad y'all are here and your voice is out here. It's necessary. I love it. And all your blackness. I love all this blackness right here. We are just- All this blackness and all its forms. (laughs) We are all we got. We are. Because clearly the Karens ain't. We we ain't got them. They are disloyal, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Those are the disloyal hoes that we was talking about. Meanwhile, yes, they indeed. all fucking them, but that's another, Woo, that's another listen, kitchen table that's talk. Another, that's another kitchen table talk. We'll talk. have to have you back. We'll have to have you back for that because that is a whole nother set situation. Whole nother. Okay. <laughs> so we are going to very quickly uh, let Lovey join us for the Petty Peeves. Yes. And um, we, so, because, you know, Petty is her speciality. And we are going to, we are going to uh, get right into that, that, that. There are other ways to use your phone to escape from reality besides Instagram. Hello. Like the fun puzzle game, Best. Best Fiends. It's a fun escape from the everyday. Now, you may be wondering what Best Fiends is, right? I, you know, you can go on the website. They talk about the story. It's really fun. This meteor smashed into Mount Boom. It brought this, this force that transformed the slugs. And now the slugs are taking over the world, munching a path through the minutia and sliming oh up everything they touch. So now they have to join forces and become what? The Best Fiends. Mm-hmm. Best Fiends is such a fun game let me tell you something i'm not really an instagram scroll girl i'm not really good at that i am good at sitting on this colorful beautiful game <laughs> and trying to combat the slugs okay. it is super fun i have such a good time with it and i actually actually have my child come and play with me as well best fiends is unlike any other puzzle game out there they update the game monthly with new levels and events so it never gets old and you don't need the internet to play so you don't have to worry about wi-fi access or using cell data you know, everybody's on the internet right now. So the fact that we can't, you know, if you need to play the game and your internet is acting a little spotty, you don't even have to worry about it. Best Fiends has thousands of levels already with new levels, events, and characters added every month. It's hours of fun right at your fingertips and you can even play offline. With over 100 million downloads and tons of five-star reviews, Best Fiends is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best fiends. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. All right, it's time for the petty peeves. And I'm going to go quickly so that our wonderful queen of petty who happens to be in the building can go and my sis can go. So um, my petty peeve is for the cops right now. Obviously, always. But I had to go out quickly to go uh, give something to my friend. I had to go drop something off to her house. And she had to go file a police report. So I drove her around the corner to try to keep her out of, you know, this nasty air that we're all dealing with right now. And um, so I stood outside. I was like, Mm -hmm. girl, I won't be going in. And at least six officers walked in with no mask on. None at all. But you all are responsible for... Uh, supposed to be issuing these citations out in the world right now for these people who refuse to uh, have decent humanity by wearing masks for, you know, for other people who are dealing with things. So it's for them, for the people who are supposed to be setting the example. But obviously we know that we're not, we can't, we can't expect much from them. Um, And also for the cops. So my friend went to go file a police report because one of her neighbors is threatening her. 
um, after she asked the man okay. to turn his music down. She's like, it's coming into the meetings. It's coming all into the house. Like, can you just turn it down a little bit? The nigga ran off, you know, ran his mouth, threatened her life or whatever. So she now has to uh, file a restraining order against this person. And um, when we went to the precinct and I stood outside, she came out. They didn't even let her file a report. They told her she has to go through a whole process, go to another courthouse, go do this and that in the age of Corona. And so the NYPD can eat ass. uh, And that is my petty peeve this week. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Lovey, uh, is there th- are there things that are getting on your nerves? Are there something that you would be, that is a pet peeve of yours? Something, something, somebody, anything that is currently a gripe for you that you wish to share with our audience so we can be a community around um, our petty. Yes, yes. Ooh. This walking Cheeto who was our president. Ooh, Ooh. He's on my last. And I tell you, like he's everyone's petty peeve. Yo, I just I don't understand how we got here. Like Deborah said. <laughs> How did you get here? Nobody's supposed to be We're here. We're not supposed to be here. We're we not. ain't supposed to be here. We mm-hmm. we just did not. His response to this whole coronavirus thing has the whole world laughing at us. I just did a thread on um, Twitter today where I asked the question of, you know, question to anybody who doesn't live in the United States, what country are you in and what is the reputation that Americans have there? Mm-hmm. Y'all. Oh, God. It's the responses. And a lot of it, of course, starts with your president is trash. We're wondering why you guys have lost your whole minds by voting mm. for him and being a president. So I am perpetually irked by him, mm. by his minions, by anybody who thinks he's anything but dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. And I just hope and I pray that in November we're able to get him out. And I know a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, our votes are not for, oh, it's not just like, oh, Diddy, why, Lord? But here's, we have to be realistic. The person that we want to run our country, who was like, ideals, um, who is pure, does not exist right now for us as mm-hmm. an option. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm not voting for a person, I'm voting against somebody. So That's I'm it. hoping, I just want people to vote blue in Dece- in November so we can get him out because he's killing people. Mm. They're saying 3,000 deaths are, are projected per day in per June. Day. Per day. We have to get him out. So mm. that is that, that is my petty peeve. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, not even a little bit. Interesting. Interestingly enough, my petty peeve is a kind of twofold. It was going to be for Diddy. Um, and just his irresponsibility around his comments. And I'm just like, first of all, don't say nothing to me about what we should and should not do until you give Mace, Total, Black Rob, and the rest of Bad Boy their money. Where are their things, okay? we They, they need their things. You out here talking about all this other jibbity-jab on the Twitter. The people, 112, all of them, they are asking you for their Y'all things. Slim, Slim, don't even look, he don't even look like Slim no more. He don't. I mean, we had Carl Thomas. The people need their things. Hello? Huh. And I also have a petty pee for whoever advised me. And I mean, this is, I guess, I guess I have to be upset with myself because here we are at like, we like six to eight weeks into the quarantine. I don't even know what the day is, but here we are and my, I, I have gel on my toes, gel nail polish on my toes. And I just keep looking at my feet in total disgust because I cannot do anything about this. 
And I think I need to like go on Amazon and order me a little drill or something because that's just I just keep cutting them down, Same. but the color is still there. And I you just, know the little wait y'all ain't got no acetone in the house? No, girl, I just have hand. I just have what is it? not hand sanitizer. I, just ha- I have regular. I have acetone. Shit. What is the shit called? Nail polish remover. No. I- nail polish remover i do have acetone but i i think i think i'm just the way you have to wrap your fingers i'm resisting doing that to my feet but but i'm scared i don't know i'm like should i just and i don't know i'm stressed Can you yeah. tell? Oh, God. desperate times call oh, for God. desperate you measures right. you right. me don't be out here because I, I i can understand what it's looking like i need you to get that young acetone <laughs> Order some from Walmart, Jade. Let it oh, let it show okay. up. I'm about house. to order your book, and I'm gonna order me some acetone real quick. You Woo! got to get it because and just wrap it and put on some socks. Put on some socks. I'm going through that. Mm. That's probably because why. I want I better for you. Acetone. You just I mean, every time I mean, discuss. And you know, showers are a part of my self-care. So, you know, I just love, even when I'm distressed, mm-hmm. I just get in the shower. It just kind of helps me wipe off whatever it is that's bothering me. And I like to be renewed. I emerge from the shower a renewed being. And then like, <laughs> I pull the curtain back and then I look down at my feet and it's all over again. I'm stressed again. Like, oh, God. <laughs> Woo! I'm gonna need you. See, I'm gonna do something about so it. I am. You, come I am. on, get the acetone popping. Put, you know, one hand soak each toe. Put the um the aluminum foil. Yes, yes. And then what I recommend is that you put some you put a ziploc feet. bag. A ziploc bag. That probably. Oh, yeah. oh, you need to yes. teach a class. You need to write an article about this. Oh no! Listen, my toes was busted, and I was like, oh, I, I got to fix this. Yeah, I got to so. Fix it. I've it was, you know, necessity is a, is a, what, cousin of invention or some shit yeah. like that? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's called nigger rigging. That's what that <laughs> is. <laughs> right. Like, you, know, you know what they say. You know what they say. Yeah. Where there's a will. And I have all of those. I have everything that you say. I have acetone. I have cotton. And I have Ziploc bags and foil. So we're going to, before, before the week well, is out, I'm, I'm, I'm going to this. And I'm going to get me some acetone. And this is what we're going to do. Well, yes, and when you do, let me know. You know, I report will. back and I let me will. know that your toes are proud again. Yeah. Uh, you know when you put your fingertip into the rice just to make sure that you have enough water over it? That's about how much growth I have between my fucking new feet toenails and fucking God damn it, Antoinette made me get it this job. It is troubling. It is in fact troubling. I mean, when you think about it, well, when we weren't living in the last days, the the the, the gel was. was very convenient, and it was just like you know your pedicure lasts. You didn't have to worry about them trifling t- chips and things. It was so good, and I'm faithful with my pedicures. Like I'm missing my Anna, my pedicure girl. I have literally singing Beyonce. I miss you like every day. Every time I scroll past her name in my phone, I'm just like, oh girl, baby, come back. Like, you can blame it all on me. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to even look at mine. It's a. It's a raggedy mess. I keep looking at my hands. Like whose hands are Wait, these? Wait, let me see this your nails, Kia. Because you know, know Kia got. Kia got. Oh, Kia! I told you, you that cut this them was down. I cut them off. My hands haven't looked like this since 1997, y'all. I'm going through. Kia's nails grow like this, lovey. They are long. <laughs> She'll be having these. So the fact that I'm looking at this right now, I'm not even used to this. I have been on the struggle bus. It happened. The struggle is so real for all of us. I was no, like, my okay. waxer gonna see me after this. She's gonna oh, be like, no. this. What is <laughs> Don't what even is say it? She's gonna be so disrespectful. She gonna she gonna cuss me out. And my waxer is she is not shamed. She'll be like, ma'am, what is happening? What happened? Miss, what is this wolf pussy Miss, that you have? What going is this? <laughs> 
You don't have no clippers at home. You don't have what's the little. And the I'm just going to be looking at her like, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. She's going to always, they're going to try just extra and I'm going to pay everything with tip. I'm well. I'm I'll be like, you just let me know how much I owe you because I understand. I understand. Love you. Thank you. I understand. Lovey, thank you once again so much for coming Ooh, to getting girl, grown so and sitting fun. at the kitchen table with us and sharing in the petty peeves and all of that. Um, sis, you want to take the people out? Tell them what they need to do. We will take the people out. Hey, guys, listen, we know that we are all navigating the worst hood we've ever endeavored mm. to live in adulthood in the age of a pandemic. So we want you to take care of yourselves. Remember to uh, drink your water because that is always mm. very important. Otherwise, you will age like yes. Karen. Um, you also must be very mindful of the business that the Lord gave you. You have to mind your business. You have to mind your business because that's what the Lord says in the Bible. And then finally, you must moisturize your skin because if not, sis, what will happen? Your white will crack if you are evil inside. (laughs) (laughs) And your black will crack if if it's dry. dry. All right. Peace out, y'all. Ben and Jerry's three new non-dairy frozen desserts are a new twist on vegan euphoria. The Ben and Jerry's flavor gurus have taken a big leap this time. Their three new non-dairy flavors are made with sunflower butter, and they're the perfect sweet treat for vegans, vegetarians, and everyone in between, such as myself and Kia. Check out the (laughs) Ben and Jerry's sunflower butter lineup and the whole non-dairy family at BenJerry.com. That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com.